This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Seriously, it fills me with so much anxiety. Yeah, posting on there because I feel like I feel like I'm like in high school or something, and I'm like approaching some girl that I don't know. Like I'm, I put it out there. Then yes. what are people going to say? Are they going to think that what I said is really stupid? Yeah, probably. Well, no. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to encourage me. Because I don't know. It's using, like the blind leading the blind with this, Greg. I have no advice for we're it. Supposed to be using Twitter more, and I'm trying to use it now. I'm I trying to use it on my own, and I tried to participate in something yesterday, and I feel real self conscious. Well, I mean, is this something where you gained more momentum, like where people were excited about it? Or no, were... I, I lost followers. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that might be your answer. <laughs> yeah, maybe that explains it. Uh, hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It's so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we have the podcast, but we are live five days a week here out of Portland, Oregon at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Just go to our subscribe button for six ninety nine a month to get you to listen to our show and all the other fine programming on our network. Including, so but not limited to, a brand new Geek in the City today. Geek in the City. Yes. Yes, indeed. And uh, a quick note for the programming note, drive time at the drive-in and uh, Accidental Housewives will not be available this week. They broadcasted live yesterday. There was a file error. So, or on yeah, Monday. Or, yeah, yeah. On Monday, so you had to have listened live for that one. Oh. So we'll just leave that out there. Mm-hmm. Whoopsie daisy. Uh, so, but uh, we've got a ton of stuff that we're going to get to today, and we'll talk about the Twitter thing here in a minute. But I think we should get right into. I think we should get into what we did yesterday afternoon. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, if you were listening live yesterday, you got to hear that we were going to be doing this, or that we thought we were going to be doing this, and yes. that was we had a big interview. A big interview yesterday afternoon. Which was one we were super excited about, which is why we didn't talk about it. Because, you know, because when we get like somebody who's just, you know, they're confirmed we're not quite 100% sure because, you know, we've been burned before. Well, yes. Yes. We've been burned. (laughs) Well, you don't want to jinx it. And so. Totally. Because we've had it before. There's a couple of times where it's happened where we had interviews. Like I remember with, with Adam Carolla. We've talked about that. We had Adam Carolla scheduled like triple confirmed. And we advertised it everywhere. It was going to be a live interview with Adam Carolla. And then he didn't call. And then it didn't happen. And then, but it eventually did. It did. He but called it didn't a, he the first called, time that we He called later it. and apologized. Yeah, and then we, we rescheduled the interview. But that's why we didn't promote this one yesterday. However, it did actually happen. Right on time. Yesterday, mm-hmm. Sarah and I, right here in studio via the internets, via phone, interviewed Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. And when we say interview, we, loose, we use that term kind of loosely. Let's just say we had Tracy Morgan on the show. We talked to... We, you know, we <laughs> had a phone connection for 10 minutes. We attempted to talk to interview him. But uh, it was it was one of the most interesting experiences. It, yeah, I what didn't quite so. turn out into an interview as it was just listening to Tracy Morgan. I would say so. And yeah. a big, big thank you to Kenny B., for getting this set up. This is all Kenny B's hard work. It is. Is how this interview did get set up. And there's a couple stipulations. So before we play it, I just want to let you guys know what we were under yes. as far as the premises of the interview. So we, we were under, we were giving these rules about 15 times. This is the only way that we were able to concoct this interview. Yeah. So the instructions we were given from, from his people, from his publicists and all that were, we could not ask about 30 Rock. Not mention it. Nope. And we could not talk about Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to focus mostly on his stand-up, and we were given seven minutes for the interview. Yes. And we went. We ended up going like a minute and a half over that, but that was that was a stipulation. It was like, as long as you follow those rules, Tracy Morgan will call in. And he did call in. And call in he did. And let me say, Sarah and I, you know, we, we're, we've done a few interviews in our time, and we were fully prepared, had lots of interesting Pages questions of to notes. ask. We had so many questions. We, like, we had said, you know, speculatively, if we were going to have them on, you know, what, what you guys thought. And so we had some listener questions as well. We were just full on prepared. We had lots of stuff to talk to him about. However, I think maybe we asked maybe two questions, <laughs> maybe three questions during the entire thing. And when we play the interview, you'll hear because I kept trying to break in and and redirect it and redirect the interview or just ask something else. And you can hear him just step over me every time. Yeah, you so can't. There was no asking him questions. No. And so finally, I just shut up. And both Sarah and I are just sitting here like, well, 
All right, Tracy. I know, and plus, like when you would go on a tirade, I mean, Greg would default to saying, you know, like, okay, that's fair, because there's nothing else that you can say, like being like, oh yeah. Tracy Morgan. Yeah. That's what you think. I, I don't know what to say. There's nothing else you can do. There's yes. nothing else you can do with that. And uh, it's, uh, to, to put this, he's going to be here in town in Portland um, tomorrow night. There's two shows tomorrow night and then two shows Friday and Saturday. A lot of them are selling out, but it's going to be at Helium Comedy Club. And they even added an extra show in. So you guys, uh, if you do want to go see him, I'd go on to heliumcomedy.com and try to buy some tickets, but they're selling out quick. And let's say he does, in this interview, he does explain exactly what a stand-up is like. He does indeed. Yes. That's most of the interview, I think, is yes. him explaining that part. Well, since we couldn't talk about, you know, the two most noteworthy <laughs> things that he has done in his career. Well, it is what it is, you know. Oh, it's and it's fine. Hey, we'll take what we can get. Absolutely. I've never had the chance to talk to Tracy Morgan before, so no, that's no. Uh, I am all right with this. We can say we've interviewed Tracy Morgan. We sure can. That is that is something you, you can't <laughs> we attempted say. to. We've well, talked to him on the we phone. We can say we were on the phone <laughs> the same time as Tracy Morgan. <laughs> yes. He, this was behind the scenes. This is one of those things where Greg and I are looking at each other, just kind of you know because we had, we have all of our notes and everything in front of us, and we both kind of looked at each other, just like. There's nothing we can do. Nope. Let's just listen. Like let's just listen <laughs> to the crazy. This is entertaining. Yeah. Let's just do this. Yep. Let him let him go because there is no other choice. No, there there was no other choice. So why don't why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and just play the interview now and and go ahead and put it up on there and um, let you guys listen to it. This is uh, what happened yesterday afternoon. And we didn't edit it or anything. So when you no. hear us like stopping and starting, like that's honestly because we were attempting to interview and it just yeah. The, you'll hear me saying things like um, but. Uh, so, uh, uh, like trying to break in, and we didn't edit any of that out. We just wanted yeah. you guys to hear it exactly as it happened. So, here it is. Let's play. Oh, yeah, and this was not pre-recorded. Like, someone's asking if it's pre-recorded. No, no, this was actually him on the phone, called in. This wasn't, like, us asking a question and him, like, pushing a button and him being like, well, thank you for asking me that. No, this is full-on Tracy Morgan on the phone. Oh, yeah, no, it was him calling in. Yeah. yeah the, we, when the interview was done, it was live. It was just straight off the cuff. He called in, and bam, there you go. You're mm -hmm. on the phone with Tracy Morgan. So... Let's do it. All Let's right. Let's play this interview. Okay. Here it is. We present to you the one and only Tracy Morgan. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And we are joined now by the one and only Mr. Tracy Morgan. Hello, Tracy. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> thank you so much. Well, yeah, I know. We are live here in Portland. You're going to be here this weekend. Make sure that we get that out there starting Thursday, three nights at Helium Comedy Club. Have you ever been to Portland before? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I got big time family out there. What's up, family? <laughs> <laughs> so do you visit your family every time you come to Portland? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, that's good. Good to hear. <laughs> well, Tracy, your family, family, likes, family likes to tax you. That's true. That's <laughs> a good enough. point. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I have a taxes when you go see them. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like being back out on, on a big tour like this? You know, getting back up to stand-up? Oh, it's fun. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, sometimes it could be exhausting, but overall, you know, when you hit the stage and you visit these, uh, places, these cities and these towns, it's awesome how, you know, so they embrace you. So you embrace it and you just give them the best that you got. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, how how long have you been doing your tour so far on this leg? Are you just getting started? Are you? I want to say a year. I want to say a year. I've been on the road a year. Okay, a year. Wow. You know, yeah, absolutely. You know, when you get invited, you got to go. You got to show up. You got to just see your best. <laughs> well, and people are excited to see you I've here. Been invited. Just... I've been invited to Portland, and I can't wait to get there. That's fantastic. Yeah, an extra show we saw was just added because that many people want to come and see you. Yeah, well, I can't wait to get there. I just told you, I can't wait. <laughs> well, and so you've been back out on this tour for a year, you know, and obviously you started out in stand-up. How have you seen comedy change throughout that time? How have I seen comedy change? Yeah. Oh, man, that's, gonna, that's a... I can't... You know, I I can't really answer that question, you know? Sure. I, you know, I've, I've seen... I know I evolve as a person... But for me to speak for every comedian out there, there's tons of people that are still doing the same material. I don't know. I couldn't answer that question. People still coming out. Y'all just added a new sh another show for me. I don't think. I think people still ready to laugh. I so, think people ready to laugh. So Tracy, so, when, as far as it's changing, I don't, I don't know. 
Fair enough. Well, Tracy, when people are coming out to see you, like, are you are you constantly writing new material? Do you kind of go off the cuff? How how do you do Baby, your performance? Listen, I'm 45 years old. I ain't got to write no new material. <laughs> I got 45 years worth of material. You got the time to listen? <laughs> That's how I look at it. I don't tell jokes. I, I draw from my experience. Well, and that uh, I'm sure you have a plethora of as 45 years. So, um, one of the yeah, things. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not Rodney Dangerfield. With all due respect to the king, I'm, I don't tell jokes. I don't got to sit down and write jokes. I got a life experience. Do you go off the cuff? I just add my sense of humor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I have material that's organized. You know, I sit down and I put it all into context. But you never know. People sometimes take it out of context, especially when they don't understand you. Ain't been where you've been. They might not find a human where I come from. That's but true. But I don't go outside of where I come from. Comedy is only thing comedy is comedy is knowing who you are and perfection. That's all comedy is. Well, obviously you. Bring your pride in, but I don't. When people come to see me, it's much easier for me to bring them into my world than for me to go out there and deal with all those personalities. That's why they pay to come see you, so you can bring them into your world and show them your world and. It'd be funny with color and detail, and that's what it's about. Nice. So, like, take, painting a picture for them, kind of, and seeing they get to see your that's perspective. That's what you have to do as a performance. People don't want to hear me complain. I don't bring my problems to the people. Who is here? That's fair enough. They probably, a lot of people sometimes are happy you got those problems. Better than them having them. So, I like to bring comedy. I make sure it's funny. I tell my story. I tell my story. And I tell it in a funny way. And you and you are a master at it. I mean, obviously, you've been doing it for so many years now. Um, you know, like I said, you know what comedy is? Comedy is two simple things, man. In the words of Charlie Chaplin: Comedy is knowing who you are and perfection. That's all it is. And I like for people to know who I am. And the only way I can do that is not through Thirty Rod, not through Saturday Night Live, but through stand up. You want to understand me? Come check my comedy and my sister Hume out. You understand me. We know Richard Pryor. But this is what it is for me. Comedy is, you know, making people laugh is transferable. It's, you know, it's, 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 but making them care, that's forever. That's a, that's Absolutely. Like making that connection. That is so important. Yeah, it seems I'm like that's what you did. for an hour. I got to talk about something. That's all about something real. That's, how they, that's what sticks to them. Well, and that's a good point. I mean, the and way... I can't th- wait to get to Portland, because Portland is groovy. Those are some of the hippest people in the world I've ever performed in front of. I love it. I love it. I could be me. I could be me. More than being funny, I like when people allow me to be me. Mm-hmm. Let me be me. I just, you know, with the social media and everybody with their opinions now and the p- politically correctness, yeah, comedy has changed. I just didn't want to say it right away. You know what I mean? Sure. Politically correctness is starting to turn into censorship, and that's the battle. I Let see. me be me. Let me express myself in a funny way without you going home and getting on your computer and writing a letter to somebody. I don't know who you're going to send it to, but for somebody. But now you could get on your computer or your cell phone, and you could just lobby the whole world. You know, would Richard Pryor be able to survive this? Would George Garland be able to survive this? I don't know. Would Sam Tennyson be able to survive this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I tell everybody, I'm sorry I can't be uh, Ray Romano. You know, I'm sorry I can't be Seinfeld. I'm sorry I can't be those people. I don't come from where they come from. I come from the ghetto. Well, I think that's the best... Like what you did. I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, being yourself on stage is the only truest way because you can't be somebody else. Dude, you ain't even gonna like me. You would, you would want your money back if I was trying to be somebody else. You would be going, what the what? And that's I what knew I th- that ain't him. And that's what I think is good about Portland is that everybody understands like what they're coming to see. Like they want to see something. Baby, real. I got in bed with Portland, and they did not. <laughs> she did not fake it. I got in bed with Portland, and they she did not fake it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. She had four or five orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> that I was the best piece of loving she had ever had. You hear that, Portland? Tracy Morgan's going to give Send you an orgasm. Send me to the pawn shop. Send me to the pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming for you. <laughs> you better be right. That's right. Victoria's Secret and all. <laughs> I looked at her. I looked at Portland and said, what you wearing that for? <laughs> oh, that's coming off. 
Plus, I'm gonna get you pregnant. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school and I don't be pulling out. <laughs> so come October, there's gonna be a whole lot of Tracy Morgans running around here. <laughs> a whole lot. I don't believe in wearing condoms. <laughs> if you ain't willing to die for it, you really didn't want it. <laughs> Tracy, I am so oh excited God. to see you here in Portland. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. You better come see me, my man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Done. So you're going to be at it's Helium like watching Comedy. Jimi Hendrix, baby. It's like watching Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> I'm going to set my guitar on fire. <laughs> Go see Tracy at Helium Comedy Club. So you're going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They just added an Portland, extra show. Portland, Only thing I ask Portland to do, put away your camera phones and, and all of that. And let's just enjoy what happens, y'all. That's yep. the right way to do it. Absolutely. Be in the moment. Put your video cameras away and your tape recorders away. Let's just enjoy what we, what's going down, man. Nice. True words. Fantastic. Well, Tracy, I know I know you're busy and you got a lot of stuff going on here today, but we really want to, uh, you know, say well, how Well, I'm right now, you know, I'm doing my hobby. I'm doing karate and getting girls pregnant. That's my hobby. <laughs> I do karate and get girls pregnant. Sound? At the same time, that's pretty acrobatic. I, I respect that. At the same time, <laughs> acrobatic. <laughs> you are a master of many crafts. I am the I am the son of John Shaft. <laughs> Who is man that gave his life for his brother man? Kill your ticket. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tracy. Thank you so much for, for giving us a call. Guys, I'll see you soon. All right, we'll see you this All weekend. Right. Fantastic. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. What's up, guys? It's the world champion, Judah Friedlander. You're listening to Greg and Sarah on the Fun Employment Radio. Why? Because you're a hero. Yeah. I was still nervous listening to that. That was really <laughs> uncomfortable to listen to. Oh man! I mean, it was a good was interview because you got to see what it was like. But that was so that that was difficult. That yeah. was difficult to uh, to manage. So we did we did the best that we could with that one. Yes, but and regardless, we've had Tracy Morgan on the show. That now. is okay. And you know what? We got some moments of gold in we there. We did. I am okay with that. We did. Tracy mm-hmm. Morgan will apparently make everyone uh, pregnant in Portland. <laughs> he will make it acrobatically. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. Like, re-listening to it, I'm like, all right. We actually did get a little bit of an interview. We got some rants. Definitely doesn't want you to bring your cell phone or any kind of video recorder. No, apparently not. Just so you, the, for some reason, that hasn't helped him in the past. Yeah, I think so he may I don't have been think he really likes those. A little bit about that. Well, in the words of Charlie Chapman. Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm still really proud of us of the fact that we called him Tracy Morgan. The entire time, and not Tracy Jordan. Yeah, you know, I have done that before, too. Oh, God. Like, Greg and I had both talked about that before, just like, don't say Tracy Jordan. And then, like, all of a sudden, Tracy Jordan's in your mind. Could you imagine what he would have done if you'd called oh, him Tracy Oh, he would Jordan? have hung up. Yeah, probably. He would have hung up. Probably. That would have been exactly it. Yeah. Because I, even though I know you didn't say Tracy Jordan, when you said something like, blah, 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 Tracy Morgan, I'm like, oh, thank God he said Morgan <laughs> and not Jordan. Well, I had it written down in front of me to make sure that I didn't mess that up. So. Well, talking about that, I found this thing online, which is hilarious, because I actually looked this up uh, during the interview to see if this is something that exists. Greg, there is a quiz that exists. It's only a nine-question quiz. Okay. But it's a quiz that exists that is called, Who Said It? Tracy Morgan or Tracy Jordan? Oh, that's that's going to be near impossible. <laughs> but I did find it. <clears throat> All right. All right. So I pulled up. I have some um, 30 rock music that I wanted to put behind it. I, okay. This is what I was doing. I was, it was a working break for me. Okay. So I do have some of the music from 30 Rock. <laughs> All right. And I have a few questions. Greg, I want to see if you're good enough because I know you were a huge 30 Rock fan, as was I. Uh, yes, I did. I, w- I watched a lot of 30 Rock. Not mm. all of it, but I watched a lot of you it. You don't have to necessarily know the show to be able to tell whether or not these are... Okay. Uh, which one's which because... They're all crazy. Okay. All right. Number one. Greg, who said this? Tracy Morgan or Tracy Jordan? Oh, yeah. There's a garbage bag in the hallway with a reef shark in it. Just put him in a tub with the reef. Tracy Jordan. Okay. Are you going to tell me the answer now? No, or I will at the end. Okay. Okay. Number two. Love. This is all love. I'm Captain James T. Kirk. I went to Vietnam. Tracy Morgan. Okay. Number three, we have more important things to worry about, like where are the french fries I did not ask for? You guys need to anticipate me. Tracy Jordan. 
Okay. Number four, I'm funny. I still turn the funny on. The funny bus is still sitting downstairs. Tracy Morgan. Okay. Number five, I'm pretty. I'm handsome. I can see why I got so many kids. Tracy Jordan. Okay. Number six, my stand-up is... Oh, well, this is easy. My stand-up is nothing off the TV show. My sense of humor is a turkey, and I put it. I pull it out of the oven and baste it in reality. Tracy Morgan. Yes. Number seven, we have to be cool to everybody because the future is like a Japanese game show. You have no idea what's going on. Tracy Morgan. Okay. All right, number eight, this is my shark tank. This is in my basement. Tracy Morgan. Okay. And the final one. Number nine. Black people don't vote. Just don't do it. And the amount of time it takes for you to vote, you could pay, play three games of pool. Three. Now that's fresh. Tracy Jordan. All right, Greg, you did surprisingly well. Really? You got seven out of nine correct. I will tell you, I was completely guessing on each one. I, have no, I had no idea. That was pure luck. Well, when uh, number five was, uh, you missed number five when the quote was, I'm pretty, I'm handsome, I can see why I got so many kids. You thought that was Tracy Jordan. That, however, was Tracy Morgan. He does have a lot of kids. Yes. Um, and you missed number seven when it says we have to be cool to everybody because the future is like a Japanese game show. You have no idea what's going on. You thought that was Tracy Morgan. That was actually Tracy Jordan. See, it, it could really go either <laughs> way. It would go either way. Wow. All right, so if you guys are playing at home, number one, Jordan. Number two, Morgan. Number three, Jordan. Number four, Morgan. Number five, Morgan. Number six, Morgan. Number seven, Jordan. Number eight, Morgan. Number nine, Jordan. I'm confused now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. It you is. could ask me that same quiz over again, <laughs> and I would, I would still would have no idea what I just answered. People are saying it makes sense that he has so many kids because he did say he doesn't believe in condoms. That is true, and I actually believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that to be true. I believe Christian every. I not. think. I believe he believes every single thing that came out of his face during yeah. the interview. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, that he believes see, it. It sucks because there were so many different things that I wanted to ask him that we didn't get to. Because I wanted to ask him about how everybody does impressions of him mm-hmm. and what he thought about that. But you know. I wanted to ask him about scare tactics. Yeah, scare tactics. I good. know. I love that show. That is a good show. <laughs> that is a good show. All right. Well, there we go. Tracy Morgan there right here is. on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> uh, so back to back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show with the Twitter thing. So this is why. You know, obviously, Tracy Morgan, he does have a Twitter account, but he doesn't believe in Twitter, apparently. Um, <laughs> well, he also says he doesn't try to be... What was the thing? Like, there was one sentence, I think Mr. Jenke wrote it in the chat, that uh, that succinctly described that entire thing. When he was just like, I don't want to be funny, but I am funny. I don't like comedy. I don't know what's going on in comedy, but I know everything that's going on in comedy. <laughs> like, the exact, <laughs> exactly opposite of himself the entire time. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It says, I enjoy how he changes his answer midway through every answer. I don't have material, but I have material. I don't know how comedy has changed, but here's how comedy has changed. We should write up a transcript <laughs> of what that interview was. I think so. I think that's a good idea. Okay. We'll put that as, a, as an accompaniment okay. to, uh, to this thing. Well, that's going to be difficult to do, though. But yeah. we'll, we'll do the best that we we'll can. We'll do the best we can. Um, all right. So the, with the Twitter stuff, so we've been talking about how we need to get better at Twitter. We're, we're in the media. We have to start using it more. I know you use it more all the time. I'm, I'm trying. trying to use my at Greg Nibbler account. And yesterday, we had a really long day and got a, got a lot done, had some meetings and meetings and blah, 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 and all this stuff. So it was a, you know, about a 12-hour day or so. And I got home, and I was kind of tired. I had a, had a glass of scotch when I got home, and for some reason, last night was the night I decided I'm going to get on Twitter and post more because that's what I should be doing. <laughs> because I've had a glass of scotch, and I have an internet this connection. Let's do this. This was a stupid idea. Because uh, mainly because I think I had to get a little bit uh, a little bit buzzed before I could get on there and just start posting these things. And I did the fr- something for the first time ever, and I hate this when I see it. I will unfollow people for doing this. Yet I participated yesterday in one of those uh, one of like the hashtag games online. Okay. And this was for Chris Hardwick's show, uh, that midnight show. No, I saw your hashtag game, Greg. And it was the you were supposed to do hashtag knockoff bands. So it was like, you know, instead of the Beatles, the Beagles and all this kinds of stuff and all these other comedians were doing it. So I decided, oh, well, Greg Nibbler can participate in that, too. This is a good idea. I've and had so, a glass of scotch. I'm now a comedian. I'm Let's funny, do this. too. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what I mean. And so I was so nervous about doing this stuff, but I did participate for a little bit. And it was it was interesting to me watching my followers just go click, click. Of people unfollowing me. How I, many people unfollowed you? Uh, three people unfollowed oh. me. But then I've had I've had four more today, so I gained it back. Oh, good. But I did lose three followers in the course of like twenty minutes from posting this thing, and I only posted three times, and that was all it took for people to unfollow me. It was only so, three times you posted. Three times I posted. 
and unfollowed completely. So I, I posted, um, you know, because I, I did my hashtag knockoff buns. Tell, tell me if this is funny. Greg, I'm looking. You posted one, two, three, four, five, six. You posted six. What? Yesterday? No, I didn't. Yeah, your knockoff bands? I'm looking at this. Hashtag knockoff bands. Oh, I did post more than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, man. This, see, this is what I get for <laughs> This is what I get for drinking scotch. Oh, yeah, I didn't even post that on there. Damn it. It really didn't take much yesterday. I had like one, gl- one, one like ounce and a half of wow. scotch, and that was about all lightweight. it took. Lightweight? Yeah, I know. But yeah. yeah, I'm a lightweight. So I posted these things. Are any of them funny? Did it actually work out? All right, so, let me see. So the, so the thing was hashtag bands. knockoff bands. Yes. All right, so Greg's, uh, let's see. So I'll go to your first one. Your first one was hashtag knockoff bands, uh, oxycotton-eyed Joe. All right, that's pretty funny. Okay, that's good. That's All good. Right. I like okay. that. Uh, second one Greg did in his scotch haze, uh, lessacy. Oh, instead of Morrissey. Ah, see? See? A little bit of, eh, no, not so good. <laughs> young, I mean, it sounds good when you read it. It looks weird written, but I mean. Young MC it. squared. That one's kind of bad. I kind of wish I, I hadn't done that one. get it. Uh, young MC only young MC. All right, now what is this one? I actually saw this last night and I had no idea what okay. you meant. Woody Stan? Yeah, Woody Stan. Woody Stand? Woody, Woody Stan. No, S T A N. Woody Stan. It's a Steely Dan. It's Woody Stan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so Woody Stan. Yeah, that was that was the one I went for there. Right. I think that one probably got a lot of the unfollows. I think think most of them were after. Yeah, Woody that Stan. one makes no sense. That one that one really didn't. Uh, Woody Stan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sam. So people are saying crickets. They didn't. Uh, they didn't like that one too much. Okay. <laughs> and then the final one I posted was thirty. Okay, see if you understand what this one is. All right, thirty six point six 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 seven Celsius. Yes. <gasps> Is that 98 degrees? Yeah, that's what 98 that's degrees awesome. is in Celsius. Okay. Right. I like that one. Maybe that one got me some you know what? back. I'm going to favorite that one. Are you? Greg, I just okay. favorited it for you. You're doing me a favorite you. then? I'm doing you a favorite. A favorite <laughs> on Twitter. All right. Well, I'm oh, I'm not the only one. That one got I'm not three ki- favorites. I'm not kidding. It, it, it's unnerving to me, and I know I need to get on there and just start posting stuff a lot more because that's what you're supposed to do. And it makes me nervous. I feel so uncomfortable doing it. Yeah, the other night when I was, uh, uh, I had a couple glasses of wine and I was watching a shitty Lifetime movie. That one I was talking about yesterday, um, Dying to Belong, I just started giving like random updates. And I, I don't know how many people follow me, but I, I, I noticed the number was different. I don't think I was gaining followers yeah. from my Lifetime movie. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> synopsis. Well, follow uh, at Greg Nibbler and at Sarah X Dillon. <laughs> Right there on Twitter because clearly there's some amazing things that are happening. Well, I don't think that what, what you're, you're probably supposed to do is like like you, how you don't post a lot and then all of a sudden post like 17 things in a row. That's yeah, probably not what I should do. It's probably yeah. got to ease into it. Like, you know, yeah. don't jump into the pool. Like, maybe go not. Put, in, like put in your toes first. Maybe not, maybe not have a 12-hour day and then drink scotch and then decide that this is the day that I'm going to participate. This is the day you're going to participate in a Twitter hashtag thing. Probably. Probably yeah. a good idea. Probably a good idea <laughs> what, what not to do. Well, anyway, there we go. I'm throwing it out there. I did it. I, w- I went on. I went on and I posted some things. <sighs> I'll do better next time. Yes. Yeah. Follow me at Greg Nibbler because I lost some people. All right. So, uh, <laughs> oh my God, there there is something else though that I am extremely nervous about. Just to just to say this, I'm nervous and excited. So about a year ago, it's not like you time, said you were nervous and excited. I am nervous and excited. Okay. I'm both. I'm both. All right. I'm like Tracy Morgan. I can do two things at once. So uh, about a year ago, I had uh, of course my roommate Ryan. And his dog, Walter, Walter, lived at my house. And it was about one year ago today that if you've been a long-time listener to the show, you know about this. Walter the dog escaped from the backyard under my watch. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like my fault, but he got out somehow out of the backyard. And oh, ended that up still puts like a pit in my stomach when we talk about this. He went missing for 22 days. No idea where he was. We scoured every kind of possible like shelter every day Greg and I posters, would walk around flyering talking to strangers going to businesses all kinds of things trying to <sighs> find this dog and he was just gone and uh, you know at that point then you start thinking well alright you know, maybe he's not coming back but he did end up coming back and we did find him we got a phone call he ended up being about a mile and a half away no idea where he was during the 22 days healthy fluffy skinny he was a little skinny. skinnier but yeah. healthy not not hurt not anything just skinny and a little nervous That's, yeah but he's always nervous so and if you've ever had a pet, you know how traumatic that is if your Oof. pet were to go missing. I mean, and especially for Ryan. Like, that's his, that's Ryan's buddy, Walter. He's had him since he was a little teeny fluffy puppy. Yeah. And so, so anyway, we found him, you know, happy ending to the story. Ryan has now bought his own house, but Ryan's going to be going, um, he's, he's going out of town for a little bit. So I'm going to be 
house sitting over there <gasps> and pet sitting. Oh, I didn't even realize for Walter, that. which means Walter is now back under my my control, and I have to. Oh God, it's been like almost exactly a year. It's terrifying, and Ryan's going out of town, and so I'm going to have to be watching Walter, and I just don't want to mess up. Oh God, I do not want to mess up. It's, yes, you don't want this to be like the sequel to like I know what you did last summer or something. No, like, oh God, no. It's kind of. Ta- I'm excited because I, I love that dog, but that dog is still skittish. Do you have as hell. like a full body harness with like six leashes you can attach? Like, I'm get going some to dominatrix leashes and like clip them on everywhere. I'm going to. Yeah, but I'm just. I'm terrified that of something you happening. Be. Because I don't know what to do. It's like I kind of just want to lock him in a room. Like, oh, you don't go anywhere. But I can't do that. So, yeah. it's uh, Now, it's he does go in his backyard without a leash when Ryan's home. But I know Supposedly, you don't want to do that. Yeah, that's when Dude. Ryan's home. I'm no. I, I'm not doing that. He's not leaving that house without a leash on. And I, no matter what, I'm still, I'm just terrified. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because I know how, how much that <sighs> fucked you up. Like, you were totally bummed. Yeah. Because even though it's a dog and there's nothing you could do, like, he freaked and screamed. And squirreled through like a spot that he you shouldn't have been able to get through. Whirly little animal. And, but will, I know how bad you felt, which is why you know as we were yeah. saying we were like flowering and looking every day because I felt so bad for how bad Greg felt because he felt responsible even though it wasn't your fault. Yeah, but I still felt awful. I know, awful. Oh about it. god. So now I have, I I am watching him. I'm his keeper for the next uh, for the next little bit, and so I have to. I I, I can't I can't mess up. I can't mess up. And I know I'm but not going to mess nice. up, but at I'm, the same time, I'm still I'm still nervous about it. I know, I know. Ex roommate Ryan is one of your best friends, and now um, you know, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a year, and now he trusts his little furry companion to you again. Well, he's tr- it's not that he ever lost trust. No, in I, that's you know. what I'm saying. Is like it's a nice yeah. thing because you know that would be like he's showing. He's like, hey, I know it wasn't your fault. Yeah. And well, now, now you're making trust. me. Now you keep saying that. Now you make me feel <laughs> like it not- is my fault. I'm saying it's not your fault. How is that it making it seem fault. like your fault? It's not your fault. Uh, it's being noted in the chat. This will be Ryan's greatest prank. Oh God. Oh God. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it was not. It was not my fault. Yes, you're saying this so many times that no, it's no, like it's no. Fault. It's a dog, and it's a dog that gets scared by its own shadow, and it bolted and broke through a fence. That's exactly <laughs> Which what is happened. Exactly That's what exactly what, you what don't happened. Yeah. Anticipate a small fluffy dog to be able to do. Nope. And he did it. Nope. But he did. So leash. Yes, leash, leash all at the all time. times. I want to play times. with Walter. Well, maybe you can come over. Okay, but it's kind of it's kind of basically I have like a vacation house now of my own. Oh my god! Including this, which I want to put this out to listeners. Here's something that you can follow me on Twitter for because oh um, do I have Ryan, to follow you now? Ryan has a gaming system, and as I've talked about before, I have to keep myself away from gaming systems because I've become addicted. But he's got the newest Grand Theft Auto, and I can play online. And I can go go terrorize a city. I mean, play the game. Oh, is this the one where you can like beat hookers and stuff? Well, you can do that. I choose not to do that. Oh, I'm sure when you're there by yourself in the well, house, you're like game. nobody can see me beating the hookers. It's just a game. Totally going to beat the hookers. So I may be online playing. If you guys have the Grand Theft Auto game, I will put up my uh, my handle on there. I don't know what I'm doing though, and this is the problem. I'm afraid that if I go online and I start playing, that um, basically people will just get on there just to mess with me. Oh, they totally will. Yeah. So I, I will, I may indeed be playing this, and I want to warn Sarah too, I probably won't have a lot of sleep over the next three, four days. Oh, really? So you're just going to be staying up I watching or playing video games? I mean, the last time I did this was when I... When and then you're going to be all cranky because you haven't slept, and then you're going to be distracted because all you're going to want to do while you're here is uh, go back to the house to play. Yes, that's exactly what I want to do. Because the last time I did this was when Kenny was in Costa Rica and I took care of his television and his gaming system and then I stayed up all night playing Gods of War. Oh, and you didn't give it back to him. Like, he kept asking for it, didn't he? And then you kept it for like a month. <laughs> I did wait a little while. Well, I, I was just never home when he wanted to get his television and his gaming system back. And then finally he cornered me and he just showed up. And so I just had to do it. All right. So it's being said that, uh, what is GT? Grand Theft Auto and not once. So Keelan's saying he plays it and he didn't beat hookers. Okay. Yeah, that's what you could say that. Yeah. I don't believe it. I I do not have a gaming system of my own, and I I did that on purpose. Nobody give Greg his old their old gaming systems because I have I have a I mean this is what I know my addiction is my addiction is video games and I'm aware of it and that's why I don't have any kind of gaming system other than my old school Nintendo which I don't play that very much you know I I I can't have a gaming system because I will become addicted to video games mm-hmm. but I have no choice over the next because I mean I'm there at the house I mean what else am I going to do other than, than play his video game system I mean just to make sure it's, it keeps working because if you don't play it for after so you a couple of days you gotta keep it warm yeah it'll stop working if you don't play it for a couple of days so that's why I'm going to have to be doing that so are you going to play online so let's say if a listener wants to uh, you know try and murder you in Grand Theft Auto can they play against you yes 
So are you going to set up like your own profile and stuff? Yeah, I'll set up a profile. I will have that all set up, and then I will post randomly when I do get a chance to play. And so that way you guys can um, can come on and I guess probably just run me over with a car or something. Oh, awesome. Happen. I want to play. I want to run you over with a car. Well, you and don't have a gaming system. Video game? Well, if I come over to visit Walter, then we can we can both play. No. No, I'm not. You don't. So no, you're sharing? the kid that didn't share, aren't you? I No, I shared when I was a kid, but I have limited time with this thing. I don't want to share. Fine, wow. you can play a little bit. Oh, thanks, Greg. Uh, I, I really appreciate the, your givingness. You can play it a little bit. Well, it's all right. I won't be able to figure it out, and then I'll get bored and, and in like five minutes, so don't all worry. All right. Well, with that, since he's in a different section of town, I actually posted this uh, online. We got, he's he's a little bit, uh, Ryan's house is a little bit further out. It's a little closer to the flats of the felony. Yeah, so there's a there's a section in town of Portland called, called Felony Flats, <laughs> which if you've lived here for any amount of time, you know, it's where, like, I have one method neighbor, but my neighborhood used to be all methods. All the other methods, they moved out that way. Mm-hmm. They moved further out east in the city, and this is where Ryan lives. His house is nice. But he's in the sketchy zone. Yeah. And... Because there are lots of, like, pockets of nice houses. We have a lot of friends that live out there. But, mm-hmm. you know, like... But there's still some terrifying areas as well. There are. Yeah. But I'm going to venture out into it tonight. You're going to venture out? I'm going to venture out into the into the unknown territory. Where are you going to go? Are you going to try and find, like, a like a seedy bar? Yes, pretty much. Because I want to watch the Blazer game. You best be careful, Greg Nibbler. They don't like the little, like, squirrely, curly-haired types out there. They don't? I don't think. I don't know. You look like, you look like you're up to no good. Well, yeah, but everybody out there looks like they're up to no good. I guess. But you look like you might be an undercover cop who's up to no good. Mm. They might not like you. <laughs> you, you really think they're going to think that I'm an undercover cop? <laughs> 5-0. When I walk in the door, is that what's going to be shouted out? I I think I'll do okay. I'll do all right out there, although that makes me a little bit uncomfortable, the fact that I would do okay. I'd rather... Yeah, people are saying that you have a narc face. I have a narc face. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> Have you ever thought that you might be really good at doing like a 21 Jump Street kind of thing and like going infiltrating a Well, obviously a high not. Everyone says that I have a narc face. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I clearly I might not be good at it. I don't know. Do you think I could do that? Like, I obviously wouldn't be able to blend in as a student. I could be like an assistant teacher or sure. something like that mm-hmm. and show up. But then be the hip guy and like like a 15-year-old's like, hey, man. Or you could be like, hey, hey, dude, you know where the, the cool party is? You know where I can roll a blunt? Man, I just got to get right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, maybe I could do that. I could totally I could totally blend in with that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'd be like, hey, hey, Brosif, I just want to sit back and puff on some reefer. You know what I'm saying? So are you planning? I'm one of the cool teachers. You don't have to worry about the me. And uh, then they'll tell me where it is, and then I can totally, like, bust them on it. Wow. Yeah. Maybe this would be a good good side <laughs> job. So you're going to venture out into Felony Flats tonight. Yes. Oh, boy. I am venturing out into Should Felony Flats. Should I be, like, Flats. prepping to have a guest host tomorrow? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to venture out there. And I've been looking up like different places around there, which is frustrating because they, they you can't find a whole lot of information about this place. Oh, I hate that when I'm trying to find a place and like it's just like, oh, this place, but here's no information There's about no it. There's no information. So I have no idea what I'm walking into. <sighs> I have no idea what I'm walking into, but I mapped out a few different places. And so I'm going to... I'm going to go on an, an adventure. Please tell me that you're going to print out an actual map and walk around the streets of like deep southeast Portland with a map I in pro- the dark. Probably will because my phone's, oh, phone dies a lot. wow. That's going to be... Well, excuse me, sir. Well, hello there, Mr. Gentleman, sir. Could you direct me to the nearest watering hole with a television for the basketball game? Well, how game? come you can't find anything about any of the things? Because none of them have websites oh. at all. Ooh. You know what they should be using? What should they use, Squarespace.com. Squarespace.com, you say? That's what I say. You mean uh, if you went to squarespace.com slash fun employment and could sign up for a free trial? Absolutely, that's I think what that I mean. you absolutely could do that. Yes, <laughs> it is true, though. Honestly, it drives me insane that the fact that um, well, hate, so well, many you can bars... Find just like a, a review site or something, and that's it, and it has like one angry person who's review. Yeah, who's, like, no, it's like a it. Yelp page or something like that, and people don't have their own websites, and uh, that is... Honestly, one of the awesome things about Squarespace, which is one of our fantastic new sponsors. And you can go and set up your own website for really easy. They set it all up for you. I mean, you just pick and choose what you want. They have all kinds of different templates. Um, They have 24-hour support. 
it's really, really a fantastic service. Well, I know you because you always get so frustrated about not being able to be assisted with something like even being able to find a bar that you can go to in yeah. that neighborhood. Yeah. No, in this day and age. Because people are so lazy. It's so easy to have something that looks decent for a really cheap price. Well, that's the thing. In this, in this day and age of 2014, what kind of business seriously doesn't have a website? Apparently, all the businesses you're trying to go to tonight. Yes, that, <laughs> that is the case. That is the case. And so that's why we highly encourage everyone. No matter what it is that you're doing, even if it's just for yourself, go to squarespace.com slash fun employment and uh, sign up, you know, sign up for the for the free trial. And if you want to go forward with it, it's really inexpensive. Just use the code fun employment and you'll get a discount on top of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get 10 percent off. It's really, really a cool service. And we're very, very happy to have them on board. Yes, we're very thankful. Yes, indeed. I'm very thankful how professional the Rick and Milk. I know. Me too. I'm so fancy, Greg. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, is that how you say it? Is that's that how, you say that's it? how fancy, fancy people talk. Is it? Now, you're going to have to talk exactly opposite of that when you're going to be hanging out in felony flats That's tonight. probably. You should not be talking like this. Okay, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. I won't do that. Yes, squarespace.com <laughs> slash fun employment. Go there now. You can even set up a store. they got commerce. they got designs. they got everything for you to make it really easy. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good segue, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, it was seamless, I tell you. Yes. Seamless. Seamless, I tell you. You want to hear another seamless segue? Yes. Oh. That's right. That wasn't really seamless. That was just me starting to play music. Well, it's music. not now that you called it out. Oh. Well, maybe this is the seam that I'm waving. Okay. People are wanting to wanting me to practice my, my hood talk. <gasps> We're going to have to do that after World of Crazy. All right. We totally have. you got to get some, str- not hood talk, but like street slang. Okay. Maybe we know, you know, some... I'll look up some street slang that I can use. Oh, God. Bless America. Okay. <gasps> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, to the streets of Chicago we go. An elderly West Suburban Chicago man will not be charged after choosing an unconventional method to get rid of the icicles that have been hanging from his house. Instead of knocking them off, he decided to shoot them off with a handgun. (laughs) He did not like his icicles. Yes, this elderly man was caught shooting icicles hanging from his uh, off of the side of his home uh, in West Suburban Charles Township. Uh, The 80-year-old man was shooting icicles uh, hanging from his second-floor roof with a uh, .22 revolver. A neighbor who was concerned after hearing gunshots called police to report gunfire. Now, police showed up at the elderly man's house, and police scolded the man and told him that he shouldn't be shooting bullets at the icicles on his roof. (laughs) Hasn't he ever seen a Christmas story? That's how you put your eye out. Yeah, that's how you put your eye out. Well, he's lived 80 long years. He probably doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, So he did not get in trouble. However, he was scolded by the police to tell him, who told him to not be using a gun to shoot the icicles off of the side of his house. There was no damage to his home, so apparently he was a really good shot. Uh, When reporters called to question him about why he was doing it, the woman who answered the phone, who was apparently his wife, said that her husband would not come to the phone, had no comment, and there's nothing to talk about. Stop calling. (laughs) Little crotchety old people out there. Get off my lawn! (laughs) This story made me happy. Instead of Houston, Texas. Attention, Texas. Katie, I see you in there. A Houston firefighter has been declared a hero after he extinguishes a truck fire with tall boys of beer. (laughs) Please explain because that already sounds like he's wasting beer. Uh, No, he he extinguished a truck fire. He put out a fire with magical tall boys. Let me tell you this. So, um... <laughs> Captain Craig Moreau said that he was driving down a highway uh, on Austin, Tex- in Austin, Te- Texas, when he witnessed smoke funneling out of a truck's brakes that was pulled off to the side of the road. Now, Captain Craig Moreau and his wife pulled over to help the driver, and Moreau reaped, reached for the closest extinguisher that he was able to find, which turned out to be beer. He didn't have an extinguisher in his car, but the truck that was on fire... Wait a minute. What kind of firefighter doesn't have an extinguisher in his car? Well, he was in his regular car. Yeah, but shouldn't... He's a firefighter. Oh, wait, no, it looks like he did have a fire extinguisher, but then it ran out because it was a huge truck on fire. Okay, all right. 
So it turns out, after the extinguisher ran out, he asked the truck driver what it was he was hauling. Turned out that he was hauling tall boys of Coors Banquet. <laughs> so the rear... That's the fancy kind. It's super fancy. It's like the light brown kind, right? Yeah. Maybe they'll serve that out in Felony Flats tonight. Oh, no, I don't want to be hoity-toity out there. You don't want to be all like pretentious and shit. Uh, so Moreau, when asked about it, said the rear brakes had locked up and were on fire. Uh, when him and his wife pulled over to, hi- to, to help, they got... Uh, they got to him as he was spraying, his, and they sprayed his tiny extinguisher uh, onto the tires. It wasn't doing enough, so the truck driver actually unlocked the back of the car, started tossing the firemen beers, and they started shaking them up and putting out the fire, <laughs> squirting the cores all over it. That actually does sound kind of fun. Yes. So they covered they covered the entire beer truck with beer to put out the fire. So they do say that if you do happen to have beer on you, and if you need something to put out a fire in a pinch, beer is good for you. This is coming from a firefighter. Because beer is good to use because it contains mostly water, and it works well in a pinch. Yeah, but you're wasting beer. Why not just bring in a couple of extra fire extinguishers? Because if you're driving down a road, you don't expect to see a flaming beer truck on the side of the road. I don't expect to have a case of beer in the back of my truck. He was he was transporting Coors Banquet right. to very thirsty people. Fine. How do you think your delicious Coors Banquet gets into your face? Well, that's Truck true. drivers like this American hero drive it from point A to point B. Well, that's banquet beers. It's going to the rich people. Yeah. I have an update on a story that we talked about earlier this week. I don't know if you remember it, Greg. Do you remember the Swiss cheese pervert? Yes. Yes, this was the guy driving around asking women to uh, to rub the Swiss cheese on onto his, his... On his dingleberry. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So police are still on the hunt for the alleged Swiss cheese pervert, and he has been spotted yes again by a woman, or yes again, yet again, by a woman this past week who claims she was approached yesterday by the suspect, and she is now speaking out about her experience. Now, uh, she said she was walking down the street when he pulled up in his car and she asked to, uh, her name to be kept anonymous. And he said that he, he said hi to her. Then he said he liked to put Swiss cheese on his privates. <laughs> I like to put Swiss cheese on my privates. Hi, do you like my privates? Who says privates? <laughs> she then said she asked the man, why do you have Swiss cheese in your car? And he said that he just really likes it. And then she started to pull out her phone to try and take a picture of him. And he drove away. So uh, when she did walk up, his pants were completely off, and he was just holding a handful of Swiss cheese. And her only question was, why do you carry Swiss cheese in your car? Yeah, not like, oh, why is your Something penis hanging out? Something just seems wrong about this. How could they not catch this guy? I don't like, know. They what? have a full like picture of him. And what town is this in again? This is in... It was in Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Okay, this is where this is happening. Yeah. How They have a full picture of the guy, complete with his pants down and like Swiss cheese on it. Something seems wrong about this. Like, is this some super viral marketing campaign for a new movie? Maybe it is. Maybe there's a movie coming out called The Swiss Cheese Pervert or something. (laughs) I I don't really want to watch it. Because I don't understand how they could not catch this guy at this point. I don't know. Well, uh, she's saying now she is actually freaked out because she thought The Swiss Cheese Pervert might be a joke. But in fact, she now, now now knows that it's real. This woman, of course, is the latest victim to come forward and detail the alleged uh, incident and decent exposure by the man. Investigators say that the suspect exposes himself to women while offering them money to watch while he puts Swiss cheese on his privates. They still have not caught him, but he is described as a heavy set white male between the ages of 40 and 50 and is sporting a goatee. Right, that's not going to describe anyone in Philadelphia. <laughs> Police say he's also driving a newer model silver sedan, but has also been spotted in a black colored sedan. So he has multiple oh, he's cars, got two cars. Multiple slices of Swiss cheese. Shit's getting real in Philly. Who walks up to a random car if somebody rolls down the window? Like, what is he saying to lure them closer? He asked. He said hi, and then he asked if she wanted to rub Swiss cheese on his privates. And she stuck around long enough to ask, "Well, why do you carry Swiss cheese in your car?" No, I think she. I think he okay. asked her that, and then she asked, "Why do you have Swiss cheese?" And then looked down and saw his dongle there. And then she started getting out her phone to try and take a picture of him. And that's when the Swiss cheese pervert drove away. Are people just that gullible to walk up to random cars? Oh. People are- if a car slows down next to me, I don't care if it's like a friend or something trying to say hi or like someone honks. I never look and I never like talk to anybody. Well, that's because you think everyone's trying to murder you. Yes. Yeah. Just like I think somebody's probably going to try to murder you tonight, but that's okay. No, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, I certainly won't so if anybody out there, I mean, we have a, a broad spectrum of listeners. If any of you guys like to use cheese for pleasure, 
Send us an email. We no, won't. no, I don't want an email. I want to know. I want to know what the reasoning is behind wanting to cheese yourself for pleasure. Send that to Sarah at send it to Greg at funemploymentradio.com, and I'll be able to see it. Greg at funemploymentradio.com. Next up to Dublin, we go. Is that your okay? Are we doing an Irish Dublin? Accent? I think World of Crazy. You should have to do the accent from wherever they are. Yes, I can't do that. I don't know no. how to do an Irish accent. No, do it. Do it. Although I am Irish, so this is my accent. Right. No, no, no. Let's yes. hear it. Let's hear an Irish accent. A twenty—I don't know—a twenty-two-year-old Irishman is experiencing a seven-week erection after crashing his mountain bike. Are you even listening to my story? I, I, well, what did of, I say? Uh, is it, it is experiencing a seven-week erection after crashing his mountain bike? I couldn't tell bike. through your accent. The injury, which was reported in the. January edition of Irish Medical Journal occurred after a man fell into the crossbar of the bike. When he finally got around to seeking medical attention five years later, he told doctors he had an erection the entire time. When the doctors at the Dublin hospital tried to treat uh, the man uh, with his penis, he they had to use manual compression. It worked at first, but the erection returned almost instantly. Uh, Two-week-long pressure dressing also failed. They were finally able to shift his penis into a lower gear using a process that involved inserting gel phone into the platinum coils between an artery and a vein to alter the blood flow to the organ. We are very happy with the outcome, says the doctor. It was an anxious time for the patient, as it would be for any young man. And finally, my favorite story of the day has to do with... Speaking of Titanic, I was actually channeling the Irish guy uh, from Titanic. Is that Titanic. what it was? Because uh, it was so authentic, I was having a hard time. I know. No, I was actually... In my mind, I was channeling the Irish guy from Titanic. So, Titanic news. Okay, no. where's this story from? It's from... Well, no, I'm not doing this. This is from China. <laughs> I will try to do it with the accent of my own people. I'm not doing that. <laughs> It has just been announced today that a Chinese theme park is building a life-size replica of the Titanic. But not only are they building a life-size replica, they're putting it in a theme park to give visitors the opportunity to experience what it would have been like being on the Titanic when it was sinking in 1912. Oh, God. The ship comes complete with a $16.3 million price tag and is expected to open in 2016. So in addition to the Titanic replica, the experience will also feature a museum and a shipwreck simulator. That's horrible. Would you go on it? Mm. It seems so disrespectful. I don't know. It's, it's Well, yeah. <sighs> How much is it? It doesn't say. So uh, the person, the Seven Star Energy Investment Group are the ones funding this and they say we think it's worth spreading the spirit of the Titanic the universal love and the sense as people were pushing each other out of lifeboats and stuff the spirit of drowning in icy the water the spirit of the Titanic the universal love and sense of responsibility shown during the Titanic shipwreck represent the spiritual richness of human civilization what this is uh, this is their justification for reliving when thousands of people were horribly killed. They said, we think it's worth spreading the spirit of the Titanic. The universal love and sense of responsibility shown during the Titanic shipwreck represent the spiritual richness of human civilization. Hmm. The shipwreck simulator will let several hundred people at a time... God damn. Feel what being aboard the disaster felt like before the unsinkable ship actually sunk. Well, it's not really feeling like what it felt like because you know you're going to be walking off, not drowning in the ocean in the North Atlantic. Well, they do say when uh, you feel the moment when the ship hits the iceberg, it will shake, it will tumble. We will let people experience water coming in. Also with using sound and light effects. My God, why would While you people were experiencing this? this, they will be thinking, the water will drown me. I must escape with my life. What the fuck am I reading? How many people do you think, even though this is simulated, are going to get trampled out of this thing? Oh, God, so many. This is such a bad idea. Such a bad idea. Of course, uh, more than 1,500 people drowned when the actual Titanic sank on April 15th, 1912 during its maiden voyage from England. To New York City. 
1977 film Titanic is the second highest growing mo- uh, grossing movie of all time after making the what? almost oh 1997 1997 yeah uh, after making almost 2.2 billion dollars worldwide. Oh, there's just something. Really this is wrong. really fucked up. That's, that's wrong. Ugh. We will let people experience the water effects by with water coming in and using sound and light effects. They will think the water will drown me. I must escape with my life. You know, um, I know this may be shocking, but more people have drowned since Titanic. That yeah, like there have been before. boat accidents. <laughs> Ugh. What are you pulling up? Uh, I'm looking to see what the highest grossing movie ever was, and it was Avatar. Oh, okay. Yeah, Avatar and then Titanic. See, why can't they have something like that experience what it's like on Avatar? And a bunch that of would be amazing in people. a magical land. You could fly through. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if I'd ride a dragon thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Keelan says he just wants all the ladies on this ride to be given white t-shirts for safety. <laughs> Here's a smallpox simulator. This is what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was talking about getting to see the boobies. No, I know. Wet. I know okay. what he's talking about. All right. There you go. Well, there you go, friends. In 2016, you can experience the terror that was drowning on the Titanic. And that, my friends, is legitimately your world of crazy. All right. Well, Sarah, I've, I've looked yes. up. Yes. I've looked up uh, something for to, to help me out for street talk, since I'm going to be experiencing, you know, a different section of the sure. city. Sure. Wow. Going into felony flats. And uh, here are some words that I'm, I should be using, apparently. I need to call everybody Bala. You know, we're going to be watching the game be like, so I can walk in the door and be like, hey, what up, Balas? And something like that. No. And they'll be accepting me. Let's get buck wild. I think that's what it says. Oh, no, wait. Buck wild sounds bad. No, that doesn't. Sounds like I'm going to. Oh, no, I don't want to shoot anybody. Oh, it also says to get crazy with one's hip hop skills. So I'll be like, yeah, man, I, may, I don't know, man. After a couple of these, I might just get buck wild later. And I'll throw that out there. And what? Like, oh, Why? yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. I understand. And then I'll, I'll talk about, um, uh, I, I was just, I'm clocking. I, no, wait. I'm going to clock. It says clock means killing time. So, yeah. You know, earlier I was just clock. You know, man, I was just rolling around. What's cracking, ballas? Oh, God damn it. What up? I might just cut up later. What the hell does that mean? Deuce. You have to poop? No, no. It's, I'm saying number two. I'd yeah, like you a, have to poop. No, I'm I'm on I'm on beer number deuce. I'll say something like that, and that that'll 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 be a little bit of it. And then I can also say, um, let's see here. I'm looking at some other things. Oh, yeah, I mean you understand you this is what? like this is like methy terms. Like you need to have more methy. Well, you know what? I just don't want to be don't want to be mistaken for anybody faking jacks. See, you don't even know what that means, faking jacks, sir. That means somebody who's telling lies or being phony. I ain't faking jacks. I ain't faking oh jacks, God. Bala. I'm going to freestyle, go buck wild later. Ooh, see, and I even made a rhyme right there. This is going to be great. This is going to be really good for me. Um, let's see, i got to say holla a lot. Can't you just do your meth head walk and walk back and forth in front of the bar like for 10 minutes before you go in? Uh, no, because uh, all I'm doing is money making, you know what I'm saying? I don't talk about my business. I ain't no new jack. Yeah, people were saying you may need more juggalo slang for where you're going. Oh, juggalo slang? Well, I, I think there know. are more juggalos. Like, as you get past 80 seconds, gotta, there are more juggalos. i got to make my skrilla. Oh, God. I'm learning a lot of things here. Yo, what up, Bala? Just be making some Skrilla. Gonna be hanging out like a new Jack. No, wait. I'm not a new Jack. I thought a new Jack was what you did. I know new Jack. Let's get Buck Wild. Oh, my God. I'm gonna say Buck Wild a lot. Please don't say Buck Wild a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think... uh, Oh, yeah, and True Dat. I gotta say True Dat a lot according to this. You know, I'm just gonna turn it out. This is gonna end poorly. You know that, right? I ain't no wankster. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is going to work out really good for me. Well, the other thing... <laughs> I, you may need another co-host tomorrow. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the problem is, uh, yeah, I may start uh, I may start saying these things. Oh, yeah, no, man, I ain't, I ain't getting on that Zooty Bang. Zooty Bang? Yeah, Zooty Bang means to be high on angel dust. No, I'm not doing that. Zooty Bang? Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't understand. Pick is asking, what is this, 1990? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found it on a website, Pick, so I'm pretty sure it's current... And I know what I'm talking Keelan, about. Keelan, we might have to go with him just to be able to witness this, but from a distance. I am mad at you. Oh, God damn it, Greg. Stop talking like that. <laughs> I'll just bring this. I'll have my cheat sheet with me, and I'll print it out. And so that way I'll be able to 
You can, maybe you should just write it on your hand, like all the cool people do. I can. I could. I mean, they'll be okay with that. I think this will work out good for me. All right. Well, I know we're starting to run out of time, but there's something I wanted to get to yesterday that I didn't get a chance to. And Sarah, it is breaking news. It's breaking news? Well, breaking news two days ago. Okay. But I, I didn't get a chance to talk about it yet. So I do want to uh, bring it up. It's something that could be changing the world, and it's further proving my prediction that this year there will be proof revealed. Aliens? Of the existence of a certain hairy creature that lives in our woods. Oh, God. I'm talking about. I do think there's a sponge in these woods. Squatch! The lazy squatch on the back is my favorite. Squatch! (laughs) (laughs) All right, sir. There is a squatch watch here for today, and it has to do with this. It comes from Midland, Michigan. Midland, Michigan, where police are investigating resident Anthony Anthony Padilla's claim that multiple Sasquatches are living on his property. Oh, my God. So he lives in Midland, Michigan, and uh, they've actually sent out the Bigfoot Field Research Organization from San Francisco to investigate his claims that several different Sasquatches have been living on his property and they've been eating his pizza. So according, according to him, he's got some wooded property. And uh, this has been happening for several years where he has been noticing them. Now, his first encounter happened while he was walking through the woods behind his house. And he'd heard rumbling noises and decided to try to determine the source of the sound. And while in the woods, he came upon a figure he thought was a hunter. But when when he looked at it closer, the back arched and it stood up like a big statue. And it was, in fact, a Bigfoot. Now, the Bigfoot then apparently faded to mist and ran off in, or faded to mist before him. So it's like a mystical Sasquatch. This guy a pizza-eating mystical Sasquatch? He's also left out pizza boxes of which the Bigfoot has eaten the pizza. And he found a hair sample on the pizza box that is being investigated. So they've been living out there um, for about... Uh, th- he had a neighbor who also has lived there for 31 years, and she's seen it, too. So this is what Anthony Padilla is claiming. He says that he's got um, evidence from the pizza boxes that the Bigfoot ate out of. And he said he's got a photo album, tape recorder, and video recorder that he's sending into experts so that they can uh, further further uh, verify that, in fact, he does have several different Sasquatches living on his property. So Wait, I didn't so know he's not the- saying it's, it's many misty, mystical pizza-eating Sasquatches. It's, it's, no, it's not just one. one. It's, it's many of them. Yeah, yeah. And there was one of them that faded into mist before him. But nonetheless... These Sasquatches are living on his property, and they do, in fact, like pizza. So I'm just throwing that out there. Why is he leaving full pizzas outside? I'm really confused. Well, you leave it outside. When you get delicious pizza, you keep it inside until you're done putting it in your face. you leave a pizza box outside and it gets eaten by something, it can't be anything else but a Bigfoot. Obviously, no other animal is going to eat the pizza. Only Bigfoots like pizza. We all know that. And so this is just proving it. So if you leave a pizza outside your house, wherever you are, and you find that it's missing or it's been eaten off of the next day, animals don't eat pizza. Only Bigfoots do. So that is how you can test to see if you have any uh, Bigfoots on your property. I'm not going to buy a delicious pizza and then leave it out for a Bigfoot uh, to eat. You want to know if there's a Bigfoot on your property. You would, I know that you wouldn't ever do that either, even though you like Bigfoot. Um, well, Bigfoot. I'll leave out a piece. Bigfoot? I'll no, leave you, out a piece of no, it. No, you won't. You'd leave it out for five minutes and then be like, never mind, I want the piece of pizza. Well, I'll and leave one piece in. out just as a peace offering to the uh, Bigfoots in the area. And if it's eaten, obviously... It was a Bigfoot. So there you go. There's your lesson for the day. Anthony Padilla. Multiple Bigfoots living on his property in Michigan. And they eat. I do think there's a sponge in these woods. Squatch! Squatch! (laughs) That's my favorite. Oh, there we go. Yeah, everyone's, it's kind of the consensus. Everyone wants pizza now, myself included. Well, just don't leave it out if you're out in the woods. Don't eat it outside alone. If you go camping, don't bring any pizza with you because obviously the Sasquatch It's a dangerous forest food. It's a dangerous game that you're doing. Don't mess around with the Bigfoots in your backyard. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, of course, please go to squarespace.com slash funemployment. Sign up for your free trial of their service. Test it out. It's fantastic. And uh, get yourself a website. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, we do have one. I, I, we do have oh, one birthday. I yes, forgot about do. this. I mean, I didn't forget, but I'm just remembering. Which right. means I didn't forget. Right? No, you, it's not forgotten. No, you misremembered earlier. All right, we do want to wish a very happy birthday. Should I do it in my British accent? Yes, because he's British. Yes. Hello, he'll, he'll Steve. Be confused because he's like, oh wait. I know. He's like, wait. Out. I thought I was listening to to some some Americans doing their podcast. Some some Yankees. Wait, now I sound like yes, yeah, some some Yanks. Some Yanks doing the the internet radio show. Uh, we want to wish Steve the Brit a very happy birthday. There you go. Eat some oh, crumpets. Okay. Eat some crumpets. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Man, can we just call me Sarah Dillon, Master of Accents, please? Yes, absolutely. I, I think mean, that's something that we should do. I think you need to be using an accent for everything that you do. For yeah, pretty much. I think that. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you've already mastered English. the Irish one. Yeah, the Irish accent and the British accent, mm-hmm. or the, the English accent rather. Yeah, I think you've think you pretty much got it down. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should be the one going undercover. All right, as we said, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic <laughs> for listening to our show and coming up tonight. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Mm-hmm. Live here on the Fun Employment Radio. Network. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. All right, people are saying be safe tonight. Ah, uh, no, man. I ain't no wankster. I'm going to be fine. Oh, my God. I ain't no new Jack, yo. Stop talking like that. I'm just going to hang out with my ballas. Yo, they call me Swish on the court. Oh, no, don't, no, no. Yeah, because I'll, I'll use my name Swish. Swish. Don't be no calling me Greg, I'm Swish. That's going to go over so well. Yeah. I think I'll have a master by, a master by tonight. That sounded wrong. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Take Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.